Hello, I'm Dr. Ling Huang. In this episode, I will discuss about our innate and adaptive immunity and how they respond when a pathogen invades our body. Let's say you are chopping carrots and you accidentally cut yourself. You start bleeding and bacteria from the surroundings has entered your wound. The first type of response is the humoral innate response using complement proteins. Complement proteins kill most bacteria via the classical pathway. First, antibodies bind to the surface of the bacteria and the C1 protein binds onto the antibody. This starts a cascade of cleavage and forming of complement proteins that forms the C3 convertase that then cleaves the C3 protein into C3A and C3B. And this ends in the formation of a membrane attack complex consisting of C5B, C6, 7, 8 and 9 proteins that creates holes in the membrane of the bacterial cell that causes cell lysis. Two other pathways, the lectin and alternative pathways, involve recognizing mannose and other pathogenic antigens on the bacterial surface. But all three pathways finally converge at cleaving the C3 protein that eventually leads to forming the membrane attack complex. What's also important about the complement proteins is that they activate the inflammatory response, they stimulate phagocytes to assist in the clearing of immune complexes, and they bind onto the surface of bacteria and stimulate opsonization by phagocytes. Phagocytes, like neutrophils, are the first responders of white blood cells to arrive at the site of injury or infection. They migrate through the blood vessels to the tissues by extravasation, and the neutrophils are released from the bone marrow into the bloodstream in a process called leukocytosis. They then migrate by clinging and rolling onto the vessel walls via margination. Once arriving at the site of injury, they flatten and squeeze out of capillaries in between endothelial cells via diapedesis. They then move in the extracellular space by chemotaxis toward the inflammation signals. Once the neutrophil encounters the bacteria, it binds directly onto the pathogen-associated molecular patterns, or PAMPS, on the bacteria using the toll-like receptors. However, it can also bind indirectly using complement receptors via complement proteins that opsonize or coat the bacteria, as what I described earlier. Once bound to the bacteria, neutrophils first eat up bacteria by phagocytosis. Second, the neutrophil then release granules via degranulation that kill bacteria using antimicrobial peptides and reactive oxygen species. Neutrophils also send out extracellular nets of DNA fibers that can also trap and destroy bacteria. However, the neutrophils do not last long. Once they have phagocytosed the bacteria, they undergo cell death. And that's when the macrophages then come to clean it up. The macrophages are professional phagocytes and are highly specialized in removal of dead cells and cleaning up of cellular debris. Because the neutrophils have such a short lifespan of about 24 hours, macrophages are much longer lasting phagocytes and continuously ingest bacteria after bacteria. Blood monocytes also undergo extravasation into tissues and become macrophages, which then bind onto bacteria via toll-like receptors 
and then phagocytose the bacteria. The bacteria then takes up the bacterial antigen fragments and presents them on its surface using MH2 molecules. This is called antigen presentation. Other professional antigen-presenting cells are dendritic cells and B cells. These macrophages, or dendritic cells, then migrate back to the lymph nodes and bind to the T-cell receptors on CD4 cells. The CD4 cells recognizes the MHC class II molecules. The CD4 cells then become activated and starts differentiating to many helper cells. Helper T cells produce cytokines that induce cell-mediated and humoral immunity. These cytokines induce local inflammation, increase phagocytosis, and stimulate infected macrophages to then digest and destroy the invading bacteria. The helper T cells also activate B cells by differentiating to make plasma cells. These plasma cells then make antibodies that then stick to extracellular bacteria to target them for killing. However, when any body cell becomes infected with these intracellular bacteria or viruses, they present the antigen using MHC class 1 proteins. The MHC class 1 protein is recognized then by the CD8 cells and then become activated to cytotoxic T-cells. These cytotoxic T-cells are serial killers. They will seek out any cells that present the same antigen and kills the cell by puncturing it with perforins and injecting it with granzymes before moving on to the next target. What's special about the T and B cells is that they can also differentiate into memory T and memory B cells so that they can remember the same foreign antigens and then initiate a faster and stronger immune response against the antigen the next time it invades. The T and B cells are part of the adaptive immune response, and although it takes longer, it is, also, it is very specific to the type of pathogen. So I've given you an overview of how the innate and adaptive immune system responds to a foreign pathogen using the complement system, phagocytes, and T and B cells.